Hi all and welcome to Football Family Podcast. This week we've got a great episode with former Newcastle left-back John Beresford. It's a great chat and I hope you all enjoy it. Right, delighted to be joined by John Beresford today, Newcastle Hall of Famer, uh, better known as Bez. Thanks for joining us today, mate. Ollie, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. Just one thing before we start. Uh, what about with language? Am I, have I got you can say down? whatever you want, mate. Whatever you so, want. Uh, yeah. How I see it, how it comes. Yeah, okay, you, just, just making sure. Yeah, you say it how best you want, mate. No problem. We can uh, edit anything out. If I know what you're like, we can edit anything out if needs be. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're going to go go right back to the start of your career. Have a run through and do our ten questions feature as always. So you. Um, you started off at Man City, if I'm not not incorrect. So I imagine it was slightly oh. different to what it is now. Just slightly, yeah, yeah just a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's like I mean, going back to our old days. You know, we had to clean boots and uh, clean the toilets and paint the ground and all the crap jobs that went with being an apprentice at that time. Oh, it's just that, a different world, that, isn't it? We touched on it, it last really week, is. actually, saying it was at Gillingham. They they made them clean the boots still, which I thought was brilliant, but. Yeah, I think I, I do draw the line at cleaning toilets and grounds and stuff like that. You know what? You know what? I, I, there was twice, there was two things that and I remember Kevin Bond once came in one morning and asked me to clean dog shit off his shoes and I told him to shove it. <laughs> I said, I'll clean your boots, but I'm not doing anything else. And then I, I remember Roy Bailey threatening to, to find me two weeks' wages, which was 45 quid. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the big money in them days, eh? Yeah, and then... He, he said to me, because one of the toilets had cracked and uh, uh, it said, like, and as I said, the sewage of it had, had spilled over and I just went, no, enough's enough. And I refused. And honestly, he says, I'm going to find you two weeks' wages for re- uh, for refusing to do what I'm telling you to do. And I says, oh, I'm telling you now, you can shove it. <laughs> and so it was two times where it, I felt as though, you know, it crossed it's the line. It's gone too far. Do you think, was yeah. you one of the few ones to stand up for yourself there, do you think? Because I think a lot of people um, would have just said, oh, yeah, yeah I'll do it. I was, and it, it, I'll be honest with you, it weren't, it weren't good at times. I yeah. think I'd have been better keeping my mouth shut. Um, I think you know, you've known me long enough. I'm, I'm quite chirpy. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, you know, when you've, when you've got a little bit of a voice, there is sometimes I, I, I would be the one and you could see it and the rest of the lads are going, going and as you say it and, I'm, and then I'm the one who's the troublemaker. Yeah, that's but, but, it, but, but as I say, it was... It was it's it's also, a, I like from my perspective, I think it's also having a bit about you though, isn't it? Like some people would just go, oh, shy away from it and you've stood up for yourself. So I think some people would, or mo- I think you should, respect that from a young player. Yeah, I mean, the thing of it is, I'll give you, I'll just give you an idea of, like, I, I remember I'd, I'd just come back, I played England News, uh, so I was full of confidence, I'd come back, we had a couple of reserve team games, and uh, I thought to myself, I'm doing decent well here, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of playing at a, at a good level, and <laughs> I thought, and I'm, in my head, I thought, right, good knock on the manager's door, and I had a manager at that time, man, he was a big, a Glaswegian called Billy McNeil, won the, won right, the yeah, European Cup, and really intimidating, really intimidating, but I thought, no, I'm, I'm going, I'm going in, I'm going to see him and I'm sort of going to push myself forward, see where I stand. Uh, and I'm telling you now, this is how it went. I knocked on his door and in booming voice, come in, I walked in and his first words were, what do you want, you little shit? So <laughs> nice. I, know he's, I know he's going to put me on the back foot. So I'm thinking, right, I'm ready for that. And I just went, no, no, Gaffer. I says, can I have a word? He went, yeah, what, what, what do you want? And I says... I think I've, been, I've just been with England, playing well in the reserves. I think I'm ready. He, he went, ready for what? I went, your first team. And he just went, you are? 
And I went, well, and, and he's pretty sad. I'm thinking, right, hold, hold your nerve, hold your nerve. And then he went, whose place do you think you should take? Now, that threw me. I was yeah. like, you know, and my heart's beating, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've just turned 18. Oh, it's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible yeah. feeling. And he just went, he went, he went, go on, whose place? And I, I just went, Dave Phillips. And Dave, and that Dave Phillips was great lad, played Welsh International and that. Honestly, he got up and says, right, I'm going to go and fetch him. You can tell him yourself. Oh, wow. Oh, I put you no, on the spot like that. <laughs> oh, he killed me. But as, as it happened, Dave Phillips wasn't there. So, anyhow, he comes back in. He went, he went I'll tell you when you're ready. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, anyhow, I, mean, I could have walked under the door with the globe crows on the way out. But this is what I'm trying to say. Is, and he, and it's like the following day, you know, when you, you come out and you can go left, to the, you go left, with the first team when you go yeah. right with the, the reserves and, and the and the youth team and he just went here he is little big time thinks he's ready and honestly I'm thinking I thought I was doing the right thing you know you yeah. think to yourself oh, backing yourself he's got a bit it. of confidence himself and as I say he, he kind of backfired but, uh, but right, so yeah, I think um, like so I'm obviously on a coaching journey at the minute and I think stuff like that I would think oh, yeah, well done for having a bit of bravery and coming to do it. Yeah. But that other people with a different character to yourself could, could crumble after that, really, couldn't they? That could, it could but, be the end of you. Absolutely. I, I know for a fact that there's probably three lads um, who I know from a year under me, year above me, and one in my year, that Man City devastated, killed them. They yeah. didn't have a career in football because of the... I mean, I know that it was hard, you know. They, they call it sort of like character building, but yeah. it went way over the <laughs> That's line. That's the way they put it, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I know the modern day now. I, you know, I, I think there's, you know, I think that the modern day now is too soft. Yeah. And as it's too hard, I think you've got to find the... A nice uh, middle, middle ground. You've got to be challenged, you've got to be pushed, and you've got to be, you've got to be resilient if you want to have and a And then you've got to be wrapped up as well. You've got yeah. to, someone's got, sometimes you're going to need an arm around you. It was, yeah. I remember a Welsh kid, and uh, what was it? his name will come to me, and he just was... Great talent and everything else, but he wasn't physically one of those who put his foot in. And uh, honestly, they just beat him up. They yeah. beat him in. He finished up out. He was only with us for about six months. He got homesick. Yeah. Rid of him. And I was just, it was a joke. It was a joke how they treated him. And it's but just it how was, ruthless the industry, especially in yours was, and dad's yeah. era, was just terrible. Like, yeah. obviously, it's there's still a ruthless side to it, but nowhere near to, to that yeah. extent. As I say, he says it was that was the world you lived in. Yeah, um, and you just got used to it and you adapted. To, to yeah, I think I think it took, put it this way. Is, <laughs> it did tougher me up. Yeah, that, exactly. And so that led you on to uh, Barnsley. So that was sort of your your big break in football, right? And you uh -huh. really kicked on from there. Yeah, I mean that was another one because it was I, I went to Barnsley and you know. My confidence was shot a little bit because I thought, you know, I could play at a higher level yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm being told you're not good enough. You've been released. Um, and then, as I said, I'd been, I went to Barnsley and no disrespect, there were some great players there, but the older lads that were coming to the end of the career were there, like Paul Futcher, Stuart Gray, uh, Larry May, they were mal shot and there were, there were some good players. But then some of the new, younger players that I was playing with they were garbage. They were yeah. shite. <laughs> you see the levels I mean, of it, don't you? And I, I'm not. Yeah, honestly, and I'm thinking, 
and you know when you're trying to play with people who can't play and yeah. they're making you look a fool you know you're yeah. you're wanting to come short they're fucking running away and it was just all that kind of thing. and i'm thinking what's going off here because at that time i played midfield and i was trying to get played and it was just I, it was a nightmare and I, I was there for about six months and then just thought do you know what i'm I, if I, if I, to get a ball, it was easier playing fullback. So, yeah. I could, so I could get it off the keeper, and then could, or you could do that. You could actually dictate because everything's in front of you. But so that's how I started to play fullback. But the best thing I loved about Barnsley is the fans. They were, you know, the Barnsley people. They just come out of the minor strike. They didn't have any, they didn't really have anything, but it gave you a wake up call to really realise yeah, how lucky I was as well. And, and you know what as well? I mean, I, I mean, I had a black room thinking I got blunt tints in me, you know, from speaks and everything. And you got these Barnsley miners, and they go, "Look at him here," you know. <laughs> yeah, you must be the complete opposite of what oh, they're about at the time. But because I because I ran my nuts off and I'd clatter in. They were like you get the buy-in. We're having then, him. Yeah. We're having him. So, um, you, you know, think, he, um, he was, was that your great. choice to play to change the fullback then? Or was you yeah, put- I went in. Yeah, I went to see the manager and just went. He said, "Waste of time me playing in there." I says, "You're going long." He says, and he's going. And it was Alan Clark who's to play at Leeds. I mean, what a player he was, by yeah. the way. And uh, as a manager, is a bit strange. But as I say, it was good for me because he, he, he just says, "He says, Bears, I can't." can't change the way the team plays just for you yeah. you know he says look we've got to get it forward very very quickly and he says so all I was doing was just chasing round oh, I know something. the feeling mate and, I've done that before <laughs> you, I'm going to say you've been there many yeah, times the and you do you do what you, you do what your manager tells you to but then after a bit you just go this is just a nightmare so I literally just went play my left bite and he went what I said play my left bite I'd played, I'd played a few times when I was at Man City and then I used to go to Clive Baker, our keeper, I'd say, I'm telling you now, when I, when I ask for it, you give it me. At first, he wouldn't give it me because he felt as though it was, you know, yeah. too too dangerous. And I used to, I used to have a lad called uh, Mickey Clark at, at left-hand side, Gwyn Thomas inside midfield, and Roger Wilde up front. So I knew my little triangles, and yeah, then I knew yeah, which one. I could, play with, I could play with Roger Wilde, and I could play with Mickey Clark, and I could play with Gwyn. Anybody else, I'm not giving him. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is you at this point, Bez, when you made that? 19. Because that's 19. such a bold thing to say, isn't it? To manager, play me left back. Goalie, give me the yeah. ball. Like, I don't think you find many players that would be that, I guess, self-assured to go, yeah, do this. This is the right way to do it. Yeah, and I think the good thing about it as well, like there was the coach there who was genius, a lad called Eric Winstanley. Yeah. And he, he believed in me. So I think he gave me the confidence as well because I'd, I'd sort of like tipped him off and said, by the way, it's, I'm doing. He's doing me head in Eric. I says I'm. I'm just running around like a blue horse fly. I need to. I, I, I know I can do better. And I think this will this will take me forward. And he went fully understand. And he went. And and the only thing is, which I think we Eric was one. He was saying like, well, you. <laughs> I know you want to play, but you've got a defend as well. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I know. I understand that. And I, so because I was quick, I used to say right, okay. And Eric used to say right, okay. Then we'll. So I used to think, right, okay, I'll say, you know, and nobody could put me on the line over five yards, so that was always an Andy. And then I, then I came up with this, I kept saying to Eric, says, why don't I take the winger somewhere where he don't want to go? And that's, he, he went, and he says, and he says he, he, I taught him something. He says, because he, he was like an old centre-off from the olden days. And he says, I, took, I said to him, no, 
what, what if I took if I if I go now and overlap, I said I'm telling you now their fullback will go mad at their winger if he don't come back. Yeah. And I just thought I'm going to run this winger into the, in, into the ground, and then by the time I've run him two three times. By the time he gets the ball, he's knackered anyhow. Yeah, exactly. So and it's worked in your favour. So yeah, so it, it actually, and then as it, it got it got even easier when you play with a better team because you're on the ball more, so you can dictate what you're doing with the winger anyhow. Yeah, and it, I, I can it, imagine. So that, it's very like an intelligent observation from yourself, though, isn't it? Really to to pick that. Yeah, up and I just thought, well, why why, why play in his world? In, every, in, in them days, it was like you're a defender, yeah. you're a midfield player. You're the, now I think the, the game's moved on. You know, it, it's most you know these people stepping into different positions from all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, it was a bit more rigid then. Which it, it, I used to take a lot of chances. Which don't get me wrong, if I get caught, up, you know, I'm overlapping and then it breaks down and then the winger goes and crosses and scores. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting a right bollocking. So you know, you've got to weigh it up when. But that, 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 right that's part of football, isn't it? There's always give and take, yeah. and it's cat and mouse, and you've got to. Back yourself that you're going to be better than your opposition to doing it. Yeah, that that it's as simple as that because that that part of the game's not changed. You know, when you go right, oh man, and you 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 played enough to go right. You think you're, I've got to get the better of him. Yeah. How do I get the better of him? And there's different ways of doing that. Because I, I hate that when everybody goes, oh, it's all about you know crashing into tackles. And I'm going, no, it isn't. You can outthink him, outplay him. You know, fucking. Oh, exactly. that, that's the beauty of football, isn't it? That there's not one way to do it. There's all different oh, no, ways and different sizes okay. and athleticisms and abilities sure. all to try and counter each other and how it can work on any different day is what keeps it interesting for everybody. That, that's, that's, that's the beauty of it and then it's the greatest game in the world. Yeah, without a doubt. And then, so you went on to uh, Portsmouth from there. Yeah, that was, oh, that was an interesting one because I went there with John Gregory and John Gregory was a great player and everything else. And he was he was a bit chocolate, John Gregory. Yeah, dad had a derby, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. And he's, I'm going to say he's a great, great bloke. Honestly, he, we, as we call us, you know, the typical Sunday, roll his shorts up, all tanned yeah. and that. <laughs> no. all about, and he was all about hitting the ball sweet and all that type of thing. But he, he was great. But what he got was he got a group of players at Portsmouth who'd been there before. They, they were... How do I explain this? They were, they were thugs. Yeah. <laughs> Dad has <laughs> told me about so, that Portsmouth team. To be fair, yeah, that team there, and so it, it was. He wanted to get. He wanted to change that philosophy of you know it was all about you know scrapping and fighting and so don't get me wrong. Some of these players they could play. I mean they could play. Yeah. But they had an edge to them. Now the trouble is he got the new people coming in, which was myself, Steve Wigley, Kenny Black, and all of a sudden. It was honestly in training was like a war zone. Was it? Honestly, it was. It, they Just didn't. The, uh, you know, we were northerners coming down. It was. It was horrible. So everybody sort of like it, they knew they were get, they, they they knew they were getting sort of like moved out, but he couldn't get them out quick enough. Yeah. And it, so training was honestly it was a nightmare. It makes it so hard as well. Like again, from a coach's perspective, oh. like you, I just think your environment's everything, and you have to create that culture around your team. And if you've got that divide, you you. You've got a tough job on your hands. Totally, honestly, it was honestly it was a nightmare, and, and it was. But and then I, I remember all of a sudden, John Gary, so John Gary got sacked. I think after about eight nine months, and then we had a caretaker, and then it wasn't until Jim Smith took over that he, he, he came in. And what he did was there was a good group of young lads coming through: Andy Orford, Kit Simons, Darren Anderton, Daryl yeah. Powell. So he had, and all of a sudden, yeah. So all of a sudden he got, and then he 
So with with then there was myself, as I said, myself, Kenny Black, Steve. But you'd also got people like Kevin Ball in there, Martin Cool. So we had a good mix then. Yeah. Um, and then Guy Whitten could come through. Guy and then, and then also it clicked. And then, it, but it took it took two seasons to get there. Yeah. So really? I'm now I'm now getting really frustrated because I've I've worked my nuts off at Barnsley to get myself back, and then but Portsmouth was a disaster for like eighteen months, and then all of a sudden I'm now playing in a decent team at Portsmouth. Yeah. And then it and then it was great because I look I literally got a chance to think right okay, and then now you get noticed a little bit more because you're playing at the higher end of the league. We started doing well in the FA Cup, you know, you're in the shop window. Yeah, and, and then that, that, that led you on to uh, to Newcastle. Yeah, which as I say, it was a strange one getting to Newcastle, failing because <laughs> I, I was signing for Liverpool and then failed a medical. Yeah. Which, so how did you feel at that point? Like being, uh, you was, was you on your way to Anfield or you went to Anfield to do it? No, I went to Anfield, went to Anfield, had the medical, me and my dad went. I didn't have an agent, just went with my dad. And it was, you know, I'm, I'm all excited. So right there you're <laughs> thinking dreams come true, aren't you? This is it. I'm, signing through, I'm signing for one of the biggest clubs in the country. And then I met Graham Simmons just come to me and he went, um, there's a problem we've, we've checked your ankle and it's not set properly no, your heart um, must have what dropped. it was it was when I was at Barnsley I'd fractured my ankle and as you can guess when I was at Barnsley we didn't have specialists we got, I got and it was in a reserve game I did it as well and it was I got sent to Northern General and they just stuck it in pot yeah. but they didn't line it up properly <laughs> just strap it up it's unbelievable you think I was a first team player by the way but it's... it was I, I, you're not going to believe this I drove home <laughs> drove home yeah. I, I went, went, I went, the ride I put, not set properly I came I went come out come out and it's like, I went I put it in part and drove home and was like that and then, and then so it, it, it was set wrong anyhow so I'm thinking oh no this is this, this, I mean, I'm not going to lie I'm in, I'm in tears when Graham soon said oh, I can imagine it's the dream problems. move for nearly all players yeah. isn't it you're going to be playing yeah, and then Graham, Anfield and, oh honestly then I come out so me I come out because I've said the, the deal's off I ring Jim Smith up and I said, Jim, the deal's off. And he's gone. He went, that's bollocks, Bez. You've played over 200 games. Mm -hmm. I says, the deal's off. And he went, don't worry. Somebody else wants you. And he he says, Kevin Keegan wants you. At Newcastle, I was like, what? And I was like, well, Newcastle at that time weren't great. They were all right, but they were just in the championship. But Keegan, like you say, usual thing, which you'll find about our era, boyhood hero and all that. And I went... Right, give me his number, I'll ring him. So I, I phone him from the services. I didn't have a mobile phone. Yeah. And uh, he, he, Keegan answers, and I've got a low, and he's got a low. He went, who's this? I went, it's John Beresford. He went, oh, honestly, he was like, thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Come up here. Come and join me at Newcastle. And I went, whoa, whoa. honestly, I went, whoa, whoa, hang on a bit. I, says, I said, do you realise what's just happened? He went, no, no, what's up? I says, well, I've just failed the medical at Liverpool. And he started laughing. He says, I've just signed Paul Bracewell. You'll piss out. <laughs> I swear. And I'm just, I'm laughing. And I'm then going, is he winding me up? And he says, look, where are And he just, he, I says, I'm at Birch Services, M62. And he just went, right. He says, make your way up to New, uh, Newcastle now. He says, I'm at, I'm at the uh, Marriott Hotel, right next to the racecourse. He says, I'll see you in about two and a half hours. And me and my dad drove up and met. You know, Kevin and Terry Mike, and I was just—he just—he literally 
we went into this little room and he just went, right, it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. It's a blessing in disguise, this son. You're going to sign for me today. He says, we're going to get promoted this year. He says, we're getting Europe. I'm getting in England squad. And I'm thinking, he's on drugs. You know, like, <laughs> he was so but he, he was, his enthusiasm was just ridiculous. And I, anyhow, um, <laughs> I passed the medical, whatever medical it of was. Did. And did. And yeah, and I literally got back in the car. Me and my dad went back. And then back down to Sheffield, and I, and I just went, and I remember sort of the time thinking, I can't believe what's just happened today. I've just gone over to to, to, to sign for Liverpool, and I finished up signing. So that was literally all in one day. That happened. It was in one day. Yeah, I drove, and then I, and, wow. they, and then That's what the happened? Highs and lows of football. Yeah, and uh, and the thing of it is, we got promoted that year. Uh, we got into Europe the following year, and I got in the England squad that that, that year. And Keegan went, came to me, and literally on the second season, he went, you didn't believe him when I had that. He remembered the conversation. Uh, and I just went, Gaffer, I, I, can't, I can't praise you enough, you know, thank you so much. And he was, we've, a blessing um, in his life. We've spoke about, obviously, Kevin Keegan a lot on the podcast. I mean, just some of the stuff that, the stories that people tell, he just seems to be a genius, whether, whether he knew it or not. But just like, like you said, his enthusiasm and the things that he's come oh. out with, but he's, you've all bought into it. Oh yeah, I think that there's a lot of that. I mean, his his, his man management is just ridiculous. It's it's just on another. Yeah. You know, I think that's what it's all about, though, as management. Obviously, I bring it all back to management at the minute. But it's how you make your players feel, and if you can get them feeling ten foot tall on the pitch, you've got half a chance. Absolutely, and, that, and that's the thing. You know, when when straight away, you know, you you play with confidence. He's, he's like, I just remember little stupid little things where he'd get the team sheet, and he'd like look at it and. And yeah, he, lads go quiet, and then I'll say, he's just start. You think he's going to go like old managers go, careful down the right there, quick, you know, keep a shape. And he just starts laughing, he screws the piece, you know, the team sheet yeah. up, throws it in the bin, and goes, If we're not 2 0 up after 15 minutes, there's something wrong. <laughs> and, and you just, brilliant. and then so you good. need the players to buy into that, you know, yeah. to go, Right, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're back ourselves, yeah. we're better than everyone. Yeah. Like you've always and, been, and honestly, they score three, you'll score four. Absolutely, and it is. It that's as, and we used to when we met up. You know, uh, your dad will tell you you meet up with England, and lads will go, "What's it like at training?" He'll tell them his training sessions, and they go, "What about shape? What about you know defending from corners? You know what?" And we go, "Don't do it. We don't <laughs> do it. We never did it in six years. In six years, we never ever did it. It's just it's, it's ludicrous to a point." But it, but it was genius in another. Yeah, it was genius. He just stuck to his guns and and he just went, and he just wouldn't change. I once went to him. We played. Oh, we, that was it. We're playing down at Arsenal, and I I made a point of saying, right, okay, we're at Arsenal. They're a strong team at the time. Bold Adams, Keon, and all that. Yeah, and I, I was believe it or not, I was one of the. I used to pick up from corners. <laughs> not that I'd win it, but I used to. I had an ability Don't let to your stop. man score. Yeah, that was it. That was it. I think it was because we weren't a big team. You know, you got to remember at that time we had Andy Cole, Peter Beardsley up front, Scott Sellers. You know? Yeah, and then, it's and not then so the around, we weren't. And then so because they were defenders, wide, it was. I think it was. I think at the time it would have been Steve Howey, Kevin Scott, myself, and Barry Venison. We were the pickups. <laughs> but and I'm going to. So I, I want to to Gaffer and say, right, do you think we should change a little way? And, and you know, you know. Uh, when we play sort of against Arsenal, you know, a different bit. And I just, and then he just went, can I stop you there? And I'm about to go into this, you know, can we work on a little bit more, yeah. you know? And he just went, 
do you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> I went, what? He went, do you want to play? And I went, yeah. He went, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> but he did it in a, not keep your mouth shut, keep your nose out there. He yeah. just smiled. He just, just went, keep your mouth shut. A sponge over the way, but he's laid Yeah, and, he just was, and I was there. like, okay, then I'll, I'll carry on doing what we do. We'll pick up. And as I say, we'll, we'll, we'll go and we'll, we'll play on the front foot. And we would, I promise you. I have never in the six years at Kevin Keegan, once we've gone out to get a draw or even even when the game's been played, you know, shut up shop, yeah, it's nah, never, it. ever been a, an option. But it's, it, that's exactly the, the mentality just instilled in all of you and it, it comes through whenever I've spoke to anyone from Dad's, your era, Dad, that team, everyone speaks the same, don't they? And everyone speaks yeah. so... Obviously, you enjoyed it so much because of the success you've had, but it just seemed to be a great place to be day to day. He's all loved coming in every day. It was, I'd never had, when I played at Barnsley, you know, and Portsmouth, it was a job. Yeah. Um, when I was at Newcastle, it never felt like a job. It was one of those where you was like, a, it was like a kid getting up knowing that it's, it's going to be a great day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> You know, and you you think you know I'm going I'm going out, and you go, and what I'm doing is I remember getting up and like and you, when I was at like at Barnes and Portsmouth, it'd be like I'd get up in the morning and I'd do my stretches and then you'd warm up and then you'd, I'd be like getting in early to training, playing a bit of head tennis, yeah. and it was and I'm talking from from me getting into that session. He's laughing. He can hear laughing everywhere, and then as I say, even even with the hard work, you know, like. You know, I, I remember, you know, I, I mean, I could run. I mean, <laughs> so I'd be taking the piss out. Your dad, your dad hated running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. And then <laughs> and you get, so you get the runners and your dad be going, get fucking ball out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I mean, sure, he couldn't run. Another one. But as I say, it was just, how do I explain it? It was just the... The camaraderie and everything—it was like it was perfection. Um, it, it, everything, everything—it was like the perfect storm of getting the right people, like which is Kevin Keegan, yeah. the board, and then and then he brought the right players in, and all singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah, which is the same. as I say, we, we we didn't. As I said, the only downside we we didn't put the sugar on top and yeah. win something. But is if that, you ask me to change that's, it, um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't change yeah. it to go, oh, yeah, maybe we could have defended for 10 games well, a season and got something. You'd have said to me, well, be like a Wigan and won the FA Cup at Wigan. Yeah. No. Well, no all right, they won summer. Brilliant, you know? I had six years of just just playing and doing a, doing something I absolutely and completely loved. And, you know, as I say, it's not just, it's just everything about it. The, the training, the living... The atmosphere around Newcastle and and, and, yeah, and the area because yeah. it was just it was just Newcastle at that point where everyone's second team weren't they everyone wanted to watch him play yeah. and I think that sometimes I know people will argue it but sometimes speaks more than winning the trophy that you've left their memories in people's heads and people still talking about the games now and I yeah. think you can't you can't take that away from people like that people forget who won the FA Cup ten years ago but they don't forget them teams and them games. And I mean, that's it. It's, 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 I'm, I'm all for them if they see it like that, you know, and they go, you know, they they want to judge you on that, you know. And I, I hear players go, you know, silverware. Of course, I fully understand that, you know, to win something or else. But when you, I always go in life, 
is enjoying it. With you know, I did, 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 you know, I, and I've spoke to players, you know, and I've said to, you know, uh, different, you know, teams and they go, oh, it's a nightmare. Playing under, you know, they, they've said, oh, they were whether at Arsenal playing at Bruce Rioch and they just say it's, uh, playing under Howard Wilkinson, they go, you know, and they just go, oh, it's an absolute, I've got to be clear, it's a mind numb. They just set, they're doing set piece after set piece and it's just, and he's just saying, oh, I've got to go in again tomorrow and it's same again. And it's just, as I say, it's just, it's, it's hard work. Yeah, which it shouldn't be, should it? Would you say, was I, Kevin Keegan the best manager you've worked under? Then? Yeah. yeah. Tactically, he was limited, but he tactically was brilliant. It was tactically, he was brilliant at playing one way. Yeah. Yeah, the so different is sometimes B, you have to tweak it a little bit, and he was never ever going to tweak it, yeah. never. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't coming away from that. And what was what would you say was the um, the highlight of your career? Is there one moment that sticks out? Um, I, I, just, I think I was, I'm ridiculously patriotic. I think when when Keegan called me into his office and he said, "Well done, son." And I told you it was going to happen, and I got and I got my my, my got me England call up. Yeah, oh, it must be amazing for you, mustn't it? Yeah, you know, you just because it was for me, you know, like you know, because I had the dark days, you know, getting released from Man City and everything else, and you you coming back that way, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, it like, was. Yeah, I've done it. I've cracked it. And, it, and, it, and the thing that it weren't a friendly; it was a World Cup qualifier to be played in Turkey, and you know, you know, you turn up and you just like going, "Is this happening?" And you know what, Ollie? My warm up was brilliant. I was fucking. I didn't get. I didn't get put on. I yeah, don't know. Brilliant! I thought you might. Dad told me. I can only imagine you buzzing up and down. <laughs> you see me? I just think you know about my character. I'm like. Ah. Gotta put me on put now. Me in, put, put me, me on, Gaffer. Gaffer, put me on. Fucking look how good I am. Fucking look at this Because <laughs> uh, um, Dad told me not to mention your Champions League goals, but I thought you might have chucked that one in as well. I don't say. Yeah, no, the thing of it is, I, I'm still. I don't say Newcastle now, which is brilliant. Cause I'm still working at a club, which is fantastic. They've got Champions League now and then. And he, like, I didn't realise I'm still second highest goal scorer behind Shearer. <laughs> I the, didn't realise that. Dad, just remind that. That is the best super, one mate. Is, I've got a better one for that, and you can check it. You can check it. Cool. I don't, I've been told my this is a, so everybody tells me Champions League's elite and everything. I found it a piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> I scored. I, I think it's my ratio percent wise. I think I played six Champions League games. Yeah, four goals, <laughs> and it's higher. You're up there with a the ratio. Somebody tell me somebody says your goal ratio is higher than Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'll grab that one. Yeah, you're you dying off that for a while. Oh, absolutely. They always say when you can twist the stats and make it work for you. Well, I'm, I'm having that one. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is a superb one, mate. I can't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> who would you are talking to Messi and Ronaldo? Who would you say is the best player you played with and the best player you played against? Ah, uh, Beasley was just ridiculously yeah, genius. That I that. Ginola for six months was unplayable. Yeah, it wasn't and fun to play behind though, was he? It was hard work. <laughs> but it, no, but no, I did another side to it though because it was these certain games is really difficult. You know, when you're away from home and you're getting you doubled up. In, yeah. So and and he he ain't gonna change. He's gonna stay there. And the, and the gaffers give him free line, free license to stay there as well. So I kind of know, but it is hard work. 
but he's honestly, but he's certain games where I've played with David and he's just honestly, mate, and I'm yeah, laughing. Him, I'm just because he's just absolutely destroying. Because they'll sometimes double up on him, and then he's loving that because he thinks that's a challenge. So yeah. he'll, he'll be doing. But I've, oh, I've seen players just. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen players throw hamstrings in. Get me off that for honest thing. So yeah, but David then sometimes would go into his own little world, into yeah. what what I call David world. He wants to show how good he is. Where Peter Beersley was just the ultimate individual and team player altogether. He just, but he he he, he saw the game. I always say he's like he, he was autistic on a football pitch. <laughs> That's how I see it. Really, you know, it was just he. he you know, as the game's sort of moving, he's he's seen it different to me. I know that. I know that. I train with him week in, week out, and that's what you pick up. He, he sees it from a different way. Honestly, I think Dad probably owes half his goals to him, doesn't he? Put him on a plate for him. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that, it, it, that's what it was. It, uh, as, a, as a player, I, you got you got you give it. I, I'm I'm sort of yeah. So I mean, you got someone like David Ginola. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work to play behind him, but. There's times when I've just played behind him and just it's just like poetry in motion. It's yeah. beautiful to watch. And he's the best seat in the house. Yeah, and I'm close up, and I'm every time I'm getting it, I know where he wants it. it when he, if, if he comes, he comes in off the line. He wants it on his right foot. If he goes wide, he wants it on his left foot. By this, I've learned this, and you go in, and then all of a sudden he gets on the front foot, and he's just the thing of it is, I've seen people. Gary Neville could not handle him whatsoever I've seen Gary Neville Gary Neville is an f- unbelievable fullback but you know when you've just got you, yeah, uh, as a fullback even I knew like for me Kanchelskis was the nightmare you know yeah, you got these certain players you just got this is going to be hard work and you could see Gary Neville just thinking well I can't bully him I can't kick him because I mean David's six foot one and he could yeah, he, big old boy, yeah, and he could handle himself as well. But well, that's what I remember was... seeing uh, Gary Neville talking about one of the games against Newcastle when Ginola cut inside and he scored, and he was just like, "What am I doing there?" Like, he was, you know, when he's dissecting it now as a pundit. Yeah. Like, what was I doing? Uh, the he... body position was all wrong. But obviously, like Ginola's just probably in his head, and he's giving. No, he's just, he's just, so yeah, he's he just dropped his it. shoulder. He's took him off balance. Yeah, it's 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 a different. It's just different. I mean, I remember training against David and he, he got angry with me a couple of times because he says, why you kick me? Why you kick me? And I said, no, David, I'm practicing defending against you. You, Because he's moved the ball as yeah. I've gone to <laughs> and then catch him. And he's going mad because he thinks I'm kicking him in training. I'm yeah. saying, no, I'm testing myself because if I can if I can defend against David in training, it's going to be easy. Exactly that. Yeah, he's it. And that's, that's how I, so I, when I'm training, if I'm playing against you know, like, you know, whether you're trying to put yourself up against Les Ferdinand or, uh, or your dad, you're Rob, and you're sticking his arse in and twisting. Yeah. And, so, and then I'm thinking, right, Peter Beersley there. So I, I, I found training was a little bit like that. I was always thinking, right, if I've come up against this, you know, trying to just the best educate yourself. to do as well, don't they? Like if training's, you want to try and make training harder than a game, so then everything else is easy from then on. So if you're playing against these best players and these world stars... You're only going to improve, and you've got to get to their level. You, you, you've got, you've got to, you've got to figure a way out to, to improve because they'll leave you behind. Yeah. So, and the other thing is, I always find as well is you get like. I always found Peter Beasley was he was one of them as well. He was that good, and I just go if he, if he that was if if, if he give you a bollocking, right? Yeah. You know, it, but it won't be a bollocking like I would give a bollocking. It was that it got. Not good enough, Beth. 
Because <laughs> I haven't uh, given the right path. Yeah. I haven't given it's just and then but the thing of it is if he didn't say anything to you, that means he didn't rate you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> you know them. Oh, uh, and so would you say the ble- the best you've played against them was just in training or was there anyone that stands? No, I mean I know it's a hard question. I would, I would say there's, there's two. There's two. Um Gaza when yeah, I play, I play, yeah, when yeah. he was at Spurs just before he did his knee I, I was at Portsmouth we played him in the quarter final uh, at Fratton Park Spurs and he did his knee didn't he in the final yes, yes. got to the final against Forest but we were 1-0 up and Gaza was not really on his game and then he, I, I, they changed his position to sort of like play sort of like in behind like a 10 and after half an hour I, he just came alive and we, I knew Gaza I'd grown up with Gaza Excuse me, and he just ah, oh, he just he went into that. He went into Gaza mode. Nobody could get near him. He's he's, he's arming people off, and he finished. He scored two goals. I think it was two one in the end. And he just he just destroyed us all in that moment. And, and then you know I played it. You know you played against him, and then I joined him in England squad as well. And when you watch him train, he's just he's a freak. He's an absolute freak. Yeah, he was. And, um, but the one the one where I felt like. A, a, a little kid in the playground. We played uh, Juventus after they'd won the European Cup. It was a pre-season friendly, yeah, right, yeah. and uh, the Zidane played. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I remember David Bat is trying to kick him, and, and him and Bats could yeah. play, and, and he could kick as well. But he couldn't. He couldn't get near him. And he, but he came over to my side, yeah. and I just it was the way he did it. And you know, as I said, because I, I was quick, I thought, right, I'll get in early here. And he just put his left leg across me, and then with his left arm, he just he just kind of pulled me. He spun me, but I thought, honestly, like I was a little kid. <laughs> and I was thinking, I've never had that done. It looked, but it was effortlessly. Yeah. You know, when you got, I'm thinking, he just played with me like a little. Honestly, yeah. it was like a kid. You know, like a big kid in this playground, yeah, just, just bullying right, little kids around. And he, yeah, and he's going, you're, you're not, in five years, mate, come and have a look at me. Yeah, that's it. It's I, all right looking back now. You can tell them stories. Can't be like, yeah, it was a Dan. It doesn't matter. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> I, he, and he, do you know what? He, he glided. He was strong, but it was just effortlessly yeah, how he, was he played. One of my favourite to watch. He was, he was brilliant when he was at a different level, I think, to most of us. But it was, it was that you know to be that close quarters and thought, right, I've got this. His strength was just because you get some people with just strength and they just bully you off, but yeah. no, in a way where it was like, like you said, poetry in motion. He just he moved me out of the way, stepped across me, dragged it with his right, and then I was just like, okay, oh, yeah. you know, you want to stop and applaud it again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. And then what about if we move on to speaking about the best players? Who was the worst trainer that you trained with? Worst, ah, oh, right, I know. Keith Gillespie gave uh, David Batty a mention. He seemed to come up quite a lot. Yeah, but yeah, Bats is right up there when I think about it. Yeah, Bats is. Yeah, they were yeah, what a great is. player, but just. Oh, not no, he don't like football. Football's, <laughs> football's just something that he was good at. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be last into training and first out. You, you'd, you'd, you know, the gaffer would go, right, okay, well done, boys. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you do a bit of extra and yeah, you'd, you'd literally just be setting balls up at. Now, he's yeah, <laughs> actually done. It? done. But yeah, I'm, try, I'm just trying to think of anybody else. I thought, 
any standout ones? Because I know there is just players like that. Tino. Tino. Do you know what? I think Keith, I think Keith might have mentioned Tino as well. I think that might have been Honestly, it, because it, 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 it'd be fucking out. And you know, like when, and it, he'd, he'd be like flicking it and just, he just, and then the trouble is as well, if he's, if when you're playing up at Newcastle and it's like January, February and yeah. it's freezing cold and it's that. It's not like Columbia he, then, he had, is it? Yeah, he's got, but he's got that much gear on, you know, like yeah. tops and everything. He can't move. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you'll just see him for ten. Yeah, so he so. wasn't quite first pick for the five O's then. No, oh no, 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 no. You, 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 you do not want him anywhere near your team. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about uh, what about your funniest teammate throughout? Ah, uh, funniest teammate. Your daddy must be up there and people like that. Yourself, yeah. you'd be right up there with a few, wouldn't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, you've got you, you've got so many. You got you've got your practical jokers. Yeah. You know. I mean, she was a she was a good practical joker, but then you got like then you got your you got your what I call like your sarcastic ones. Steve Watson's yeah. very very clever. Yeah, you well, know, I had, but I had Watson as a, a first team coach at Birmingham. He was great fun. So he's got he's got a little uh, and then but then there's a, there's a lad going back who I grew up with, uh, a lad called Peter Swan. Peter Swan, yeah, I've heard of Peter Swan. Oh, fuck it, he was mental. Was he? he <laughs> yeah, he made me laugh, but. Some of his stuff can be a bit crude, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to if I want. I'm trying to think what else if we're going Barnsley. Steve, Steve Agnew, Steve Agnew is a good lad. Yeah, he, he's gone straight now. Though. Yeah, I'm he was, surprised by yeah, I've not seen him as the the player, more of the. Yeah, you've seen him as a coach yeah, and everything else. No, Agnew was Agnew was a funny lad as well when he was playing. You get some proper so, characters in football, don't you? It's a shame uh, they seem to be a, a bit of a dying breed now, don't it? But it's nice, yeah. you know, like you see Green. Wayne Biggins, isn't it? And, there's one. There's one be right at the top of my list. Was he right? Bert Biggins. Wayne, he would have played at. He played at uh, Barnsley, Stoke. Spadding went. He went to Celtic, but they didn't like him up there. He only lasted about two months. <laughs> but he, he's one of them. Just he would put a smile on your face. He can sing. He's he, he, he's edgy. He's got sarcasm. He's got a joke every day. He was one of them. You like, need like, people in the dressing room, don't you? Ah, uh, yeah. Do, do you need it? Yeah. You need. It. You really do. Without a um, doubt. What's yeah. um, just on to our last question? But what was the best bit of advice you've ever received? Is there anything that springs to mind? Um, I think the best advice, and I'm going back to it, and I, I, I didn't get, I didn't get it until later, and it was Tommy Hutchinson. You were not Tommy. Yeah. I was at Man City, doing uh, quite well, and Tommy Hutchinson came up to me and he went, and I was laughing and joking and everything else, and he just went, yeah, he went. Hey, son, can I have a word with you? And Tommy Hutchinson scored in the FA Cup final when Man City played Spurs. Yeah. And, and he just went, he went, hey, son, he says, he says, I know you're laughing and joking now. He says, but I just want you to take it all in. Yeah. And I went, what? And he went, and, and I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, he was about 32, 33 then. And, I, and I'm like looking, oh, get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's going, take it in. He says, because this game is going to fly by. Yeah. He says, I'm telling you now, He's going to fly back. You, he says, you're at the beginning now. And he says, I want you to enjoy every moment of what your career that you've got now. And, and that's, you know, that's when you that's got, so and I went, for me because you just think at the time you're like, mm, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to last forever. He's yeah. freaking out. Yeah, he, he just, yeah. To, and it just, and you know, it, it, it got, I got to about 27, yeah? About 27, 28. And it resonated. 
Yeah, scary, isn't it? Scary how quick it goes. You're just enjoying it so much. And that, that 10 games, years Saturday, Tuesday, went like Saturday, that. Tuesday, it's just gone. Gone, yeah. And it is. So, And I think that was the the biggest thing where I think, wow, yeah. And the other thing, the, the, mine, mine was one of them. It was, it was like, you know, um, no regrets. Yeah. You can, make, you can make big mistakes. You can but try and figure a way out to have no regret out of it. You know, because as I say, you you know, you'll have good games, you'll have bad games, you'll do good things, you'll do bad things. You, you know what? But it's all about just giving it everything. And, that, and that's the other thing, isn't it? So if you give everything and everything else, you know, just go, right. I just think it gives you something to, that you can hang on to and go, do you know what? Because I, I did, I did, uh, I don't know, like I said, I did to go, oh, well, I never tried that. Yeah, I should have done that. If I'd just done a bit more, like if, that, yeah, exactly the bad sort of instilled in me was the same messages to do yeah. that. Yeah. And would you say, and he's all, obviously, we're, going we're still on, over the old, we're all the old kids still talking the old shit. Because that's what you think, though, don't you? When you're 19 and yes. you're hearing it, you're like, oh, no, nah, you're just finishing, man. I've got ages, but it, yeah. Me yeah, being now, and obviously, after finishing a bit earlier than I would have liked, it, it really hits you that you're like, oh, God, I wish I'd taken that in a little bit more. Yes, you do. Yeah, but it's hard at the time back. as well because you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, so you're focusing yeah. on that. You're trying to do that. You're trying to get better. It's very mm-hmm. hard to step back and go. Oh, do you know what? This is really good. Like, take it all in. But, the, but like I said, and the other thing is, is which which I do now. If you, if you speak to whoever it is, ex players or, or or younger players coming up, and you just go, look, you can still keep giving it them. I'd rather I'd rather bore someone and yeah. go. And, and it then, but if it if it resonates with one player, yeah, and I might have brought it, I don't care because that one player is going to have gone fucking out, and it makes it better without a doubt. So that that leads us quite nicely onto our, our last little bit. Obviously, we spoke a lot on the podcast about father son combinating, trying yeah. to live up to your dad and being that. How have you found that with both your boys trying to navigate their way through football at different times, and how have you found that from the father's perspective of? Trying to help them through it and give them the right advice and having to live up to obviously yeah, Newcastle I, 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 Yeah, I feel sorry for them because when you've got somebody who's you know who, who's in the game as such, they always everybody wants to compare. Which, yeah. It's not about comparing; it's just you just just judge him on him being him. Yeah, you just can't get you know, away but, from it. But, I know you, you can't, and then, so it, I mean, I I guess. He gets so much pride of watching my sons play, and the biggest thing of it all, which I think sometimes forget, is because you play at higher level, they think that they don't get the worth. I'd I'd go and watch Billy play. I still have a go at him now. He's yeah. and he's, he's thinking of getting his boots back on. Yeah. I said, I'll come and watch you play on a Sunday league pub team, mate. It's just I want to see you play. Yeah. Just to see you play, and it's it's that's the frustrating thing. But I can get I think that. When, that, that when that you're younger, you get sorry, mate. Go on. That resonates with me to me because I think I always felt like that. that I was playing, and even I was playing obviously football league and stuff. But I was yeah. still like, oh, it's not it's not Newcastle, it's not England. So oh, why would Dad want to come yeah, and watch So you're you thinking, know I mean? oh, is like, it, he's coming to like. watch me? No, we we fucking come on, what we're driving, come and watch you anywhere, and it's so it's such a. It's, I mean, you get such a kick out of it, you know? Yeah, that's it. And that's what Dad always says. I think it's hard as the son trying to take that all in and actually, you know, believe it. Like, oh, yeah, Dad's just saying it. Like, he will do that. But you obviously, you you mean it, but you're like, you're still... Everyone wants to be better than their dad, don't they? Of course, <laughs> of course. Shame for us, our dad's yeah. set a really high standard. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. And the thing of it is, but then what you do is I used to say, right then, okay, well, and I go right, well, be better at that, better, better at something that I am. Yeah, that's true. You get me? And he says, it's so there's always yeah, and and I, I, but the only thing is, is where we we can. I don't, I don't know how your dad did it. As in, I mean, I know when I've spoke about him, but I'm asking you a question, Gordon, aren't you? Because I know sometimes I've got to be really careful because I don't want to be too critical. Yeah. But but sometimes it's it's just going to burst out of me. Yeah, you can't. Have, that's <laughs> what, dad was quite funny. Though, dad would always take a step back. Would never like, never shout anything on the side. Never say anything yeah. like that. But he wasn't good at giving a lot of praise. So if Dad said like, "I oh, yeah, done all right today," like, I played amazing that game. Then that was the best yeah. game of my life. Like yeah. that was, he set yeah. the, the bar high, which is good because yeah. you're always craving it. But yeah, you do like. I well know done, we are. Know. We are absolutely. We got better rubbish. later in my career. He was better, and he got yes. well done. Yeah, you know what? I look at that, and that's like because I think to myself, I got why did why why? It's like I'd always start off with right, okay, then. I'd be like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And then, and then that's, and in the end, I'm thinking, why am I fucking going on about that? Why don't I come and say, do you know what? Find some positive for them. You know, and, and as I say, it's just, I think it's just different personalities. Yeah. The thing of it is, I know I, I could have, I could have helped them more by being more positive. Yeah. You know, I, I do believe that. Um, but again, it's, it's like we spoke about, it's different generations as well, isn't it? That's what, You've grown yeah. up in that generation, and then your sons are, are different people now, and growing up in a different generation, and needs to be managed slightly different to what you were used to. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's. A, I say everything changes. You know, everything goes through its evolution of, of you know, especially like uh, you, you're absolutely right. My dad was harder on yeah. me than I was on my on my kids. But yeah, they, so you're they, like you they, think they, you're being soft as anything to him. And I, like, I do. <laughs> I actually think I'm toning down, and it's not. And it's like, you know, I, and it's like, oh, you know, I, I feel to myself after and after got, hang on a bit, you know, my sons have been brought up in a different era. It, it's a different time now. I've got to adapt as well, you know? Yeah. And and that's why I say, I know, I know I've made some big mistakes, but of how I've, how I've sort of like reacted to certain games, instead of going, hang on a bit, why have I just picked out, you know, the two little shit passes he's yeah. made? He didn't get back there or whatever. And then, and then, and then, well. But I've just seen him. I've just seen him have one of the best games ever and I've gone, well done, son, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That was exactly what he was like. That, it shows, it shows the, the generations, doesn't it? It shows the way it is. That yeah. And it's great because you've got that mentality to get better. Like, can you... Be, but you can't play the perfect game, can you? No one's ever played a perfect no, game. Like, no, 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 no. And that's, that's the theory of it. Because yeah. I, I ended up like, I would beat myself up then over them two missed passes rather than being like, yeah, but you scored yeah. and set a goal up. Like, I'd be like, no, Exactly. You're, you're thinking of that. And, you, and that's what I'm saying. That's where we got it totally, completely wrong. Yeah, but I think it's like anything. We're all learning as we go along. So you're trying to pick oh, up the Oh, absolutely. I'm Absolutely. And I think I've got loads to learn. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all continue learning, mate. Anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure talking today, mate. I've really enjoyed this. And hopefully, yeah, I'll right, listen to it. Thanks very much for coming on, mate.